0: Conspiracy Pilled, Episode Nineteen. I'm Abby Libby, and I'm here with my co-host PJ. What's up, PJ?
1: Hey, how's it going, Abby?
0: I am great. What wild, insane conspiracy do you have for us today?
1: Yeah, so uh, you guys probably know as we've been talking about on social media and things. The you know biggest story at the end of 2022 is the Andrew Tate being arrested for uh, cr- you know charges of human trafficking and organized crime and things like that. So we kind of gave some initial thoughts on it last week saturday i don't know like that we put on the channel yesterday uh but we've been uh deep diving on this and now we're just going to go into the full thing is andrew tate guilty of human trafficking is the matrix out to get him we're going to get into all of that stuff but uh yeah i just want to say really quick before we get started we're trying some new stuff with the format today so perfect time you know first stream of 2023 to screw with everything and see if it works so we apologize if there's any issues um but I think it's worth it. I think the changes that we're trying to do are worth it. So uh, we're going to make the stream a little bit more interactive. So uh, now we can, as you can see here uh, from Lit, we can put up your uh, chats on the screen and we can do some other cool stuff. So uh, yeah, I want to get a few announcements out of the way uh, before we get started, though, because I feel like we've got you know so much to talk about. So I'm, I'm sorry if I'm going to front load this with a little bit of that stuff, but I got to get to it. First of all, our local subscribers. Thank you guys so much. Uh, for coming over and supporting us on Locals. That's where you guys can get extra episodes of Conspiracy Pilled. And our most recent $5 a month local supporter is North Arrow Coffee, uh, which is a name you guys might be familiar with. Why would people know that name, Abby?
0: Uh, Because he's like one of our most active chatters and also because we shill it all the time. (laughs)
1: <laughs> because you guys should go to NortharrowCoffee.co and you should use code PJ10 to get 10% off your order. Never use Abby 10. It doesn't work. It's broken. Just, just stop trying. <laughs> stop trying. Don't I'll let me win you. You're me again this year. Um, but yeah, 15% of every sale of North Arrow Coffee goes to Pro Life Causes. They are specialty grade, roast to order. You're not getting old coffee that's been sitting on the shelf. Uh, lots, lots of good stuff and Rob just needs constant attention. That's, that's the thing. So (laughs) yeah, I was like, of course this week, Rob would be the the one person and then I would just be able to get that right out of the way. And then I also see lit in chat. Can I just give a quick shout out to lit? I I feel like uh, Abby, if you can drop her channel link in the chat Mm, next week. Lit, a new podcast from Jess Holmes is launching under the Hawkhound umbrella. We've got a lot of big stuff coming in 2023 for Conspiracy Pilled and for our media company Hawkhound and some other podcasts that we're launching. So I'm getting all this news out of the way in the beginning. Uh, and last reminder, really quick, don't forget to go over to Rumble at the end of the show because we're going to be talking to you guys on Rumble and continuing this, uh, answering your questions, doing all the stuff that we can't get away with maybe on YouTube. Uh, so that's my pitch for the beginning of this show. So Lots of interesting stuff. Welcome to conspiracy pill twenty twenty three. Hopefully some big things in the future. Uh, but let's talk about let's talk about Andrew Tate. Are we ready to talk about Andrew Tate? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. so who who is Andrew Taint? by the way. That was my favorite <laughs> part of this week uh, is and hashtag Andrew Taint was trending on on Twitter, and I saw a lot of t- uh, tweets like, who is hashtag Andrew Taint? Uh, cause this is funny. Like we, we, before we started conspiracy pilled, you came on my other podcast I was doing back then. And I don't remember if it was the first time you came on or the second time you came on, but Andrew Tate had blown up in the news, uh, for being canceled on everything. And both of us were like, who the hell is this guy? I keep hearing his name and I've got friends tell me like, you know, uh, I, I kind of knew what like was being said about him. You know, like he's, he says stuff that we like, maybe we don't agree with him on this and that. Uh, and that was kind of all I knew about him. So we had to deep dive into Andrew Taint. And first video, first video, he's telling us like 76 times in the first five minutes. He's the most famous man in the world, which I found kind of funny because I'd only just heard about him then. Apparently, he's not entirely wrong, though, because he is the most, at least now, and maybe back then in August, most Googled man in the world. And that might have to do with not, not all positive things. It might not be like something super to brag about, especially right now with how the way he's in the news. But I thought that was pretty interesting. So
0: yeah, he's if if you use the metric, who's the most Googled, then he's been the most famous guy in the world for a little while now. Yeah. But that could That's also right. be like, who the heck is this guy? I don't know if that makes you the most famous. If you're the most who the I, heck.
1: <laughs> I feel like a lot of it's just like smart marketing, though, on his part. It's like, yeah. I'm the most, you know, famous man in the world, and everybody's talking about me. And if he says it enough times and people are hearing that, they're like who are you now I'm Googling you and I'm just like increasing your fame. And I yeah. think a lot of like, there's a lot of negative press around Andrew Tate that I think he personally invites. Um, not sure he's willing to go as far as like having his name in the headlines with human trafficking in order for clicks. But then again, maybe, maybe he would. So uh, we'll, we'll get into that. I want to talk about who he is really quick first, just give you a brief thing of, of some things that are going to be important uh, in this episode. So um he is the son of Emery Tate. He was a he was a pro kickboxer, four-time world champion, son of Emery Tate, who was a U.S. Air Force... Uh, I don't remember what his rank was. He was in the U.S. Air Force. He was a martial artist. He was a grand master chess master, and he spoke fluent Russian. Do you have any mm-hmm. idea why he spoke fluent Russian? Um, That's just something that came up in a lot of the articles.
0: A three-letter agency,
2: maybe? Or
1: when he died, someone messaged me who was in...
2: Because my father was in the CIA... He held the CIA record for the fastest assimilation of a foreign language. My father learned Russian within two and a half weeks from zero father.
1: Yeah. Uh, so Andrew Tate's father, according to Andrew Tate was in the CIA. And it was funny because we were talking about this. What was it yesterday or two days ago? And I wasn't sure it was, just, I was listening to something else. He was talking about as a child, his dad had introduced him to some KGB agents. And that's how he learned to talk with his hands. And I was like, his dad is a genius level chess master. During the Cold War, yeah, CIA, and then I just googled it, and that like came up like instantly. I was like, yes, so <laughs> uh, interesting. But uh, that'll that'll be important. What's what's your thoughts on that one before I move on?
0: I think his dad is really interesting because even his dad had Andrew doing chess matches at like four, right? Age four, which is insane. Um, and he talks a lot about how his dad kind of taught him to always see the world as an enemy like that, everyone was up to get him. He he like doesn't remember a time when he didn't
1: like a CIA agent would teach their children.
0: Yeah. So it's interesting to see how his father shaped Andrew and his brother.
1: He seems very type a, I mean, cause you're right. He had Andrew in uh, like, uh, I think Andrew won a state level chess championship at age five in like Gary, Indiana, I think. Uh, so his dad, according to Andrew Tate, his dad was teaching him chess like four or five hours a day, until his mom up and left his dad and took them to to the UK. So, um, sorry, I was getting a,
0: good to see you, Kelly.
1: Thank you, Kelly. I was sick all. What was that what did I say again? I want to read that really quick. I was sick all last week and just watched your flat Earth episode. Made my day to hear the shout out for subscribing to your locals. Yes, thank you, Kelly. Thank you so much to all our local subscribers. We always want to do that. Uh, and we always uh, want to read your guys' five-star reviews on iTunes and anywhere you guys drop those. So we do that at the end of the show. But thank you guys for coming over to Locals. I just want to say to show that really quick one more time, we only need one more follower. And you don't even have to subscribe. You can just follow and you get the, the free aspects of the things we do on Locals. Um, or you can you know pay $5 a month and get extra content and support the channel. Uh, but either way, if we get one more follower or subscriber it'll put us in the next tier on locals and they'll actually allow us to upload more content there last month. We had to wait a, a few days. I think it only ended up being a few days. Um, but we haven't been able to put out as much content on locals as we want because we're limited to like five gigs of upload. So that's not a lot with videos. So I think it's like three or four half hour videos a month is what we're trying to do. Um, so yeah, anyway, that's just my little spiel there. Um, So yeah, anyway, his dad's a chess master CIA guy. He's a pro kickboxer. And at one point, Andrew and his brother, Tristan, who's going to be important in this story, uh, they get into reality TV around the same time. And this is when Andrew Tate's still kickboxing. Uh, And his first show was something called Ultimate Traveler, which have have you ever heard of that one? The Shipwrecked? No, no, no. Andrew's first one, Ultimate Traveler. It's like a backpacking around the world thing.
0: I haven't. I had only it, heard of, of Tristan's.
1: I think it was kind of like Amazing Race, but it, I've never heard of it, so it must have just not gone anywhere. And then obviously Andrew did Big Brother, which is going to come up later uh, as we talk about the controversy around that. And then Tristan, as you were mentioning, did Shipwrecked. So they were yeah. both doing reality TV. Um, and at one point, in, it was about 2015, Andrew walks away from fighting and he, he leaves at the top of his game. Like He's not he's not losing at this point. I think he's claiming that his knees start to give him issues. And he's realizing like I have four belts right now, and I think across two two different weight classes. So he decides to leave, and this is when him and his brother decide to spend all their time researching financial markets and how to get rich. So they're going through you know crypto. I think this might have been early cryptocurrency. I'm not sure. It was yeah, 2015. There was cryptocurrency back then, right? yeah how they got started exactly but basically they were just trying to find ways to get rich like that was their whole goal in life was to be become rich they andrew tates talked about having a certain lifestyle where he's like if i'm not rich i'm bored so i'm gonna find a way to get rich no matter what like doesn't matter how like being rich is the goal it's not like i was a good kickboxer like like his original thing i was a good kickboxer and that was my life and i made money off it. it's like being rich now is my life uh And in his search for how to become rich, uh, he was talking about like maybe opening strip clubs and that's how he stumbled upon the cam girl business. Uh, but I'm going to save, that's another thing that's going to come up later. And basically today, Tate is a multimillionaire playboy hustler and pimp, uh, who brags about his connections with the mafia And sells himself as not part of the elite. He's also an atheist liberal who's converted to Islam and markets himself to conservative Christians. It's really confusing and we're going to get into all of it. Uh, But that's just like the backstory I wanted to give before we get into like obviously why we're talking about Andrew Tate. And that is has to do with Greta Thunberg. Am I getting that right? I never know how to say her name.
0: You can say it however you want. I want to say hello to View 3 ritza over on Rumble said remaining here in case you need some insight. So I'm going to just keep an eye out for that perspective because I think that'll be really cool.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, that would be really helpful in this case. So uh, we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, What's locals. Somebody asked really quick boots and Panda kitty says what's locals. Locals is kind of like Patreon, except that Patreon cancels everybody that has an opinion that they don't like. So uh, locals, you can go to conspiracypill.locals.com and uh that is just a way to support us and get extra content and we also with any announcements we always try to put it there first so um that's that's pretty much what locals is just think of of patreon
0: it was started by dave rubin and and one of the underlying concepts was just that if you pay if if you as the consumer of content are directly paying um, then it creates better communities because you have you have skin in the game so you're not going to enter a community and be an absolute dick <laughs> cuz you know you know what i mean um, yeah. and and it creates better content cuz you're being directly paid for it. and the model's really interesting I, I appreciate it
1: yeah and also like if you're paying for content then Patreons like well you don't really want to see that thing you paid for like that's really <laughs> that's crap really right? shitty <laughs> and i know a lot of people personally have been kicked off of Patreon. so that's why we never even thought of creating one so uh, locals has been good to us so far i really like it yeah but yeah. um yeah so let's see. So what's going on right now, obviously uh, over the last week of December, there was a Twitter spat between Andrew Tate and Greta Thunberg. And this is kind of what was said. So he originally, t- I think he just started this by the way, he just tweets at her uh, cause he hates her green policies. Like, I mean, who doesn't, but uh, he tweets at her. Hello, Greta. I have 33 cars. My Bugatti has a W 16, 8.0 liter, quad turbo, my two Ferraris. It just goes on, right? This is just the start. Pr- please provide your email address so I can send a complete list of my car collection and their respective enormous emissions. And she replies to him, yes, please do enlighten me. Email me at smalldickenergy@getalife.com." So it's just an inane Twitter-like spat between two famous people. Right. Right? doesn't seem to be a big deal. And then Andrew Tate comes back with a video and Well, I'll play the video and then we'll talk about the, the interesting thing. Point out what you think is interesting about this. Release some greenhouse gases. I'm obviously
2: a stranger to online controversy. It's not something I often do, but now the mainstream press is commenting on the fact that I was informing Greta that my very extensive car collection with internal combustion engines, which run on dead dinosaurs, have an enormous emission profile. And she replied by telling me her own email address. Greta's email address is, I have small dick energy. Why would that be your own email address, Greta? Strange. I mean, also, I don't want to assume her gender. It's 50-50, but it is what it is. I'm not actually mad at Greta. Please bring me pizza. And uh, make sure that these boxes are not recycled. Thank you. So I'm actually mad at Greta, right? Because she doesn't realize she's been programmed. She doesn't realize she's a slave of the matrix. She thinks she's doing good. Someone has sat her down and convinced her to try and convince you to beg your government to tax you into poverty to stop the sun from being hot. And then, because I called her out on it, the global matrix got this bot farm to like and retweet and all this bot commenting to try and pretend that her telling me that she has a small dick in her own email address somehow teaches me less. Welcome to a new episode of The Clown Show. But now I know, at least, that Greta, with a little hate-filled face, bitter, sitting somewhere without the heating on, in the cold, a little hat, shivering. <laughs> Use my tweets. We're just gonna make my Twitter account far more fun into eternity.
1: So just just watching this clip, I don't. We'll get into the conspiracy part of it in a second, but I have to say, because I have a different take of Andrew Tate than many people do, and we'll get into that and why I've come come up to to that. Um, but if you're just watching like certain clips of Andrew Tate, it's easy to see why people like him. I mean, yeah. in this, you're seeing. Andrew Tate mocking someone that that mo- that I mean people like you and me and probably everybody watching this just about really can't stand like the whole world economic forum we want to just tax you into eternity and greenhouse gas emissions and the Paul Ehrlich uh, population bomb stuff which are the repushing out this week by the way I don't know if you caught that the guy who said that we would all die from uh, overpopulation and climate change in 1975 was when the world was going to end there's nothing we can do to change it he's out there this week. Saying that that's going to happen like in 10 years from now. So like everybody's sick of these people. And when you yeah. watch Andrew Tate just take this person down and just mock her with the pizza boxes and the cars and the cigars. It, I mean, it's easy to, you know, when you pit them against each other, it feels like, and I think a lot of people are here, you are you have to pick a side. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Right. And I think that's how a lot of people are coming into this is if I don't like Greta Thunberg, I have to like Andrew Tate. Uh, but what's interesting about this is this. This supposedly is uh, <laughs> uh this this supposedly is how the next part of the story happened at least originally reported is that this is how uh, Andrew Tate got arrested. So if you look at this tweet from uh. S queer underscore it says Romanian authorities needed proof that Andrew Tate was in the country. So they reportedly use, used his social media posts. His ridiculous video yesterday featured a pizza from a Romanian pizza chain. Jerry's pizza confirming he was in the country. This is absolutely epic. And if you are conspiracy minded, like me and Abby, the first thing we saw about this story was, a uh, was other people taking this tweet and making headlines saying Andrew Tate arrested for human trafficking because of pizza. <laughs> Well like I thought we weren't supposed to say pizza and human trafficking in the same sentence, Podesta. But now it's like <laughs> it just feels so staged in some sense. Uh yeah. Yeah. I,
0: I agree. It's interesting because it's he's the one who who put the pizza in. You know, he, he chose to right. have pizza in. And it, it feels a little staged, but I think it was just because of the box and the whole bring me food, because that's his whole brand, is that he can just order food and drinks to come to him at any time because he's that it, rich. It,
1: it does come off that way a little bit, but it does. It, I mean, it's really staged. So there is another part of me that wonders. Uh, and we'll get into it. But anyway, basically, the Romanian police have since said that the pizza had nothing to do with it. So this whole headline that, was, that broke the story, essentially, was Andrew Tate, connection to human trafficking and pizza, all in one headline. It was the most conspiracy-minded uh, headline I've ever read. And then turns out that that's not really true. And I can kind of see where she was coming from because the story is that Andrew Tate has been under investigation for the Romanian police since April for a human trafficking and uh, organized crime racket, essentially, which we'll get into it. But like, I, I just got to say this here now. It makes me wonder if he knew he was going to be arrested because of his connections with the police, because of how many of them he's paid off and all of the stuff he's talked about. And he's like how can I make myself the most talked about person? If I'm going to get arrested for human trafficking, I will put pizza in a video and like, make sure that that gets into the headline. I don't know. That's just me being like really conspiratorial, but I could almost see it happening just because stuff we'll get into a little bit with like how much he's talked about paying off the Romanian police. It's like, it, it, it makes me think he couldn't have not probably right. didn't know they were going to come and, and and raid his house.
0: I, I think he had to have at least known within a, a few hours. Right, Maybe he didn't know when he filmed the video, but he he was definitely not surprised.
1: Right. And there's definitely been the conspiracy put out there that it was because of this Twitter spat with uh, Greta Thunberg and that the WEF was coming after him essentially like, well, they're sick of him, you know, arguing with Greta. So let's, you know, put this guy away. I don't buy it. And I'll tell you why, why I don't buy that narrative. There's other narratives that I think of him being set up that are more plausible than this one. But I don't buy this because if you look at what happened before Tate was arrested... Greta Thunberg comes back from that tweet, or, or basically, like the whole small dick energy tweet. It's the only thing people cared about. And if you read the mainstream articles that day, and if you look at George Takai and all of these other uh, Twitter leftists, Twitter blue check mark people, I can't say blue check mark anymore. Everybody can have one, right? So, uh, but if you look at it, they are claiming that Greta owned Andrew Tate. And Greta was like not in the news. Like its it, it seems so perfect to like give her a voice again. That it doesn't it it helped her is my point. Like the fact that Andrew Tate goes out and attacks her, and then and then every left wing source is like, Greta Thunberg owns Andrew Tate. This nominally conservative uh, person. It it was all good for her is my point. It doesn't seem like that was the thing. Like if that's really the line for like the W F is going to frame you for human trafficking, it seems a little weak to me. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, So. The, the other thing that that piqued my interest because right away, you know, you got the pizza connection with human trafficking. Then you start looking at these videos coming out of his, him and his brother's arrest and they, they do the Illuminati fingers like you can see it there. Like Tristan is walking out, um, you know, kind of like this. with the, And that was a, a thing that people clipped and showed. And then if you go a little bit further in this video. And this is the second time that Andrew does this. Let me see where it is. When he sits down... Okay, yeah. Right about here. When he sits down... He brings up the triangle, right? And then as soon as the camera goes off, his hands go back down. See? Hands are back down. So like everybody's pointing out, like, they get arrested and the first thing these guys do is, like, signal, like, if you believe that, if you believe the 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 uh, triangle Illuminati fingers, they're both essentially signaling, "Hey, we're lizard people too." Uh, is kind of how people are reading. So you got pizza, Illuminati fingers, human trafficking, all in one story. And this is just like day one. So uh, obviously, this piqued our interest, when we want to talk about it. And I didn't. I'm not going to play that whole video because it's a few minutes long. But one of the things he says coming out of the police station is along the lines of "The Matrix got me," which is kind of one of his taglines of like, "If you're rich enough." And you're famous enough, you can escape the matrix as long as you, you know, if the government can't tell you what to do. If you have enough money and enough passports to go to any country you want, then you've escaped the matrix. And he's basically like, the matrix got me. So he's tweeting this stuff out, and I find it funny that the next day, I you know, read into this what you will, but the next day, Elon Musk also tweets out, uh, "What if I told you the only way to escape the matrix is to unlearn everything that you have been taught." Rebuild your entire belief system based on critical thought and analysis, and then obviously Andrew tw- Andrew Tate retweets and us. Which it. Is interesting, because he's in jail, and he's still tweeting. So I think that's a European thing, though, and maybe uh, yeah. our friend in in, uh, in Romania over on Rumble could could uh, let us know. But I know in Sweden sometimes they will put people in jail or prison, and they will allow them to keep their phones and laptops. So maybe it's maybe it's a European thing. I don't know. Uh, He's obviously still in jail, though. Um, He's being held for 30 days. Uh, Basically, originally it was going to be 24 hours. And then they appealed for holding him for 30 more days as they kind of go through his property and confiscate some of his stuff. And we actually have an update today um, about some of the stuff they're updating. So according to the insider, police in Romania seized 11 luxury vehicles worth millions of dollars from Uh, Andrew Tate and his brother Tristan in connection with the allegations that they imprisoned and abused half half a dozen women. So that's also the first time we got like real evidence of exactly what the crime was because before that it was human trafficking, organized crime and rape was, was another one. And we're starting to get more details about this. It goes on in the article to say, Andrew seized stable of expensive cars were being held by authorities to sustain the cost of the investigation and the assets could be given as damages to the abuse uh, accusers if the suspects are found guilty. Romania's D-I-I-C-O-T investigation agency spokeswoman uh, Ramona Bola told the insider. So that's coming out today. Um, And another thing... Go ahead.
0: Real quick, you said he was in jail and I have heard just such conflicting reports about whether or not he's in or out. So do we have conclusive on that
1: yeah so a lot well that i was going to get into that next but we'll, we'll get to it now so some of the some of the things that i started seeing we've got a lot of a lot of angry comments on some of the stuff we said so one of the things that i kept getting was he was just swatted he's out of jail he's tweeting which obviously he's still tweeting from jail because even his own lawyer is saying yes they're in jail and he's coming out and making statements and he's saying they're, they're innocent they're seizing their cars they obviously are in jail yet i'm still hearing that he was out within an hour and went on Tucker Carlson and then this clip comes out. So news accounts in the United States say that the U.S. Embassy in Bucharest, Romania was tipped off to your misdeeds and alerted the local authorities you might be committing human trafficking. Um, Given that this is the same charge they leveled against Julian Assange or a species of it, you know, skeptical, but I want to know the details. Were you arrested for human trafficking? What happened?
2: Yeah, I was not arrested. So what happened is I suffered from a case of swatting. It's very popular with people who are large on the internet. Many large YouTubers have been swatted. It's where you call the police and you say somebody has a gun or there's a hostage situation and the SWAT team arrives. Somebody made a phone call to the American embassy saying that I was holding women at my house. The police arrived and let me state this. Now I state this, uh, openly to the world. I have absolute respect for the police. I would hate to live in a country where if you call the police saying women are being held against their will, that the police don't respond. That would be terrible. Of course, they should come and look. Absolutely. They turned up, they investigated, they realized that nobody was in the house against their will. There was no crime committed. They said, okay, you're not a suspect, but you are a witness to this. Along with me, my brother, the housekeeper, uh, the gardener, everybody who was in the premises at the time was labeled a witness. We had to go to the police station for 45 minutes for pieces of paper. We filled them in and we were let go. I was swatted. Nobody was hurt. There's no human trafficking. There's no women who were tied up. There's none of these things. It's all just complete fallacy.
1: So, yeah, obviously, case closed. Everybody's sending me this clip, and it must be that he was let out of jail, you know, 45 (laughs) minutes later, as he says, and there's no human trafficking, uh, except for the fact that that came from August 25th of 2022. Came from months before... Uh, talking about an earlier time where the police raided his home on uh, allegations of human trafficking, which we will get into uh, in a little bit. But yeah, so that was one that I just kept getting that comment. I kept getting people sending me that clip. I see you guys in chatter ahead of it. Old clip. Yeah. Um, But that was just some... I, I think people still believe it. I was still getting people commenting on my post today saying that he has come out and said that he was swatted. He's been on Tucker. How am I so stupid? I'm an idiot i don't know what's what's your thoughts on that uh, yeah i know it's it, it's just
0: <laughs> I, I mean i don't need it to be one way or the other right we're just trying to find the most likely thing to be true when that seems to be that he's currently in in jail
1: right yeah and you know people are accusing me of of uh being too stupid to, to see that. I'm like, look, I'm not trying to get the story wrong. I'm trying like that benefit me to come out and just make a bunch of dumb allegations that you can disprove in five seconds. Yeah. Uh, so I, I just want to correct the record on a few things because I keep getting that comment. So it's an old clip. He, he wasn't just swatted this time. He still is in jail. You can look at this right now that there's statements from his lawyer, there's statements from his friends. Uh, he's tweeting, but he's not really tweeting about it because that would be self incriminating to talk about your case while you're and right. again, a social media manager. I don't know. Do we have any? Do, I don't know. Anyway, I think, he, I think he's just allowed to keep his phone in jail. I think that's the way a lot of these countries work. It's and, either
0: that or it's, yeah, it's somebody is tweeting for him. And,
1: right. I mean, a lot of it seems to be promotional of his, uh, right. hustlers university and stuff like that. So, or, or a lot of retweets of other people saying that he's innocent. Um, another thing that came out, uh, today, uh, was it was not just, well, we knew this before we knew that it was four people that were arrested. It was not just Andrew and Tristan. Uh, there was two Romanian citizens who were arrested. And then I saw originally just said Romanian citizens. Then I saw one article that said women. And today we have the names of the, uh, co-conspirator, the the co-conspirators in this case, uh, Georgina Nagel and Luana Radu, uh, who are round out the alleged sex trafficking gang. And were accused of helping to coerce and control the six women that also comes from the insider. And, uh, According to, to another article I found, Georgina, I think it's Nagel, she is one of Andrew's girlfriends. He has like four or six currently, I think. Um, we've listened to a lot of Andrew Tate stuff. Basically, he has like live-in girlfriends and he also sleeps with every woman that he wants. And that's kind of how his life is situated. And he talks about it pretty openly. So yeah. apparently she's one of his girlfriends. Uh, and then Luana Radu is interesting because she is a former Bucharest cop turned porn star. Um, basically, as one does, as one does, as one does. It's like you know, this police thing didn't work out for me. What else could I do? What what, what other skill set do I have? Well, I've got a costume, so <laughs> she yeah, she becomes she becomes a porn star, and then Andrew Tate recruits her uh, to help him run his his uh, webcam business. So, um, that's about all I have on them that I think is of interest to this case right now. Uh, but I I, I kind of want to move on to some stuff because. I want to cover this from all different angles. So I want to cover this from like things Andrew Tate has said in the past and things people have gotten right and wrong about him in the past. So I just want to start with some possible false accusations to give it that light. And then I just want to talk about, uh, you know, the charges and why I think they're actually really credible. So uh, first thing we talked about big brother, right? And if you're familiar with Big Brother 2016, I guess UK Big Brother. I don't know. I'm not ai am not a reality TV person. I never ever watched an episode of Big Brother in my life. Uh, but he was kicked off that show within, I think, six days of being on it when a video surfaced of him beating a woman with a belt. And I looked into this and I'm not going to play it here for for certain reasons, but
0: obvious reasons <laughs> for
1: obvious reasons. But uh, it seems to be like this is the one time where I will. I think he's actually telling the truth when he says this was edited out of context because it wasn't just him that uh, came out and said actually this is role play. It was it was just some rough sex, and she 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 came out as well. Is my point. And there's actually later videos that came out of them in bed together talking about it as he's still hitting her with this belt and there's pictures of the belt and it's actually felt so i guess felt makes a really loud noise but it's not actually like hurting the person so it's yeah. it's all a role play thing um she even has Tate tattooed on her hip and his name is like written all over the belt and stuff like that. So you can find a lot if you want to. Uh, But yeah, anyway, so I also
0: heard a clip of her, of her saying, you know how you hit me on big brother. You know, you should hit me harder next time, like a real man or whatever. She, she likes it like that. So,
1: yeah. And he, he says in that clip, he's like, yeah, well that got me kicked. That almost got me canceled or whatever. So, and she's like, yeah, well you're being a big wimp about it. And it's obvious that it was not, but I do think this, though. I actually wonder, because this didn't happen. I thought originally it had happened on the set of Big Brother. That was how it was worded. It hmm. didn't actually happen on the set of Big Brother. It got leaked while he was on Big Brother. And then they kicked him off the show. I think, just speculation, I think he leaked it. I think yeah. that he leaked it because he knows that all in his in his line of work and what he's trying to do, which is just get rich, it doesn't matter about his beliefs, it doesn't matter about his perception in the media or how people think about him whether they love or hate him this made him more famous yes. so and the fact that he could leak something that looked really bad get kicked off of a big show and then come out with the proof that it wasn't what people were saying i i just i, I don't know i i just it's speculation but i think he leaked it
0: yeah Powerful um, mix of stuff there
1: right and then another uh thing that you know you could say he was falsely accused of but that's de- up t- for debate uh, is that one of, uh, one of his cam girls got drunk and threw up one time and he threw her stuff outside, removed her, refused to pay her. And she went to the police and said that he had beaten her. Uh, and here's just a little clip of him talking about it. First, the moment. girls used to
2: drink and this one girl drank too much wine. She threw up everywhere. I told her to clean up. She started giving me some attitude. So I took all her sh- threw out the window, got her two arms, took her ass, Put her outside my
1: door. The girls used to drink, and this one girl. Yeah, so it, I mean, it sounds, you know, sounds pretty bad, but she also did later admit that she had lied to the police about him beating her. The other girls said that he didn't. So that's another thing. I just want to get it out there that, according again, according to the female, she had lied to the police about the assault aspect of it. He did throw her yeah. stuff out of a window and like remove her from the house and then not pay her for her work. But which is which bad, awful. I'm not, I'm not making <laughs> excuses for any of that, but just saying like, according to her, he, he didn't beat her. So, um, and then I want to get into this Romanian raid of April. So, uh, the, this is, uh, April 11th, 2022, uh, Romanian police responded to an alleged kidnapping. This is where two women said they were being held against their will and forced into sex uh, and they alerted the U.S. Embassy because one of the girls was American. So then the police come, the house is searched, and apparently nothing happens. The Tate brothers are released. This is what he's talking about, Tucker. This is what he's talking about with Tucker, I believe. Even though it was August, I think he was talking back to April because the August is when he was canceled from everything, and I think that's when this, some of this stuff started becoming known. I mean, like let's admit it. like We wouldn't know who Andrew Tate was if he wasn't canceled in August. Like, it ultimately led to him becoming much more famous than he was Uh, and there's tons of evidence for this not just speculation like i didn't know about him then i did you can actually just look at his net worth skyrocket uh which we'll get into um but what's saying? Go, go ahead
0: it is such an interesting thing and he has made this point himself that he is possibly the first person to prove that getting canceled can be good for you so this is one good thing he's done for the conservative movement is just be an example Of you don't have to be afraid of this. They don't actually have this much power over us.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And he just took his audience over to places like Rumble. Actually, he did some pretty smart things we're going to be talking about as far as like marketing goes. Uh, Some of it's really sleazy, but it's also also some of it's really smart. I mean, this guy, like that's the one thing. You can't say Andrew Tate's stupid. You can say he's a terrible person. He's a sleazeball. I think we could pretty much and we will try to build a case uh, here that he probably actually is human trafficking. Uh, But you can't say he's stupid. Um, But here's what's interesting about the Romanian case in in April and why I said, I put it under people are saying it's false accusation, but maybe it's not because this actually is what led to them opening the case in the first place. So the the fact that he was arrested um, in December, that was not just a spur of the moment thing. It was actually a nine month investigation that was spurred on by this. So I find it interesting that if the police came to his house, found nothing at all, they took all his electronics, they found nothing at all yet. They opened a nine-month-long investigation into human trafficking based off of swatting, based off of they showed up and it was just like, hey, we're just having a house party. That's a little weird to me, especially considering uh, what he later says about this. I just want to play this clip because I, I think it kind of proves my point a little bit more.
2: Like modify Hollywood movies, cost $75,000 each. You know what I'm going do that? Yep. Oh. That's so the what Oh, the... The police took our computers, duh, and all our phones, and our and our iPads, and our laptops. It's fine. Let's go to the emergency meeting. Let's talk about the emergency meeting. Let's talk about what, the fact that the police came to me, the top G, triggered on, and apologized. We're sorry. First words they said to me: "We're sorry." People online are like, "Why didn't they rough you up? Why didn't they tackle you to the ground?" Because you don't understand respect the police know me they didn't want to come here they're like bro sorry g we know you're the top g but we have to right now
1: in fucking belarus somewhere top level it's just what a douchebag i'm sorry we'll finish this clip but it like i saw some people in chat saying like it's really hard to listen to this guy i'm telling you guys me and abby have watched like 20 hours of this guy or listened to like that much podcasting of this guy in the last week I'm telling you, it's it's difficult. So bear with it. The clip is important. So we'll get to it. But yeah, top G. What's up, G? Sorry, G.
0: <laughs> it was important to us to know more about this guy than most of the people who defend him.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, let's finish this clip real quick and then we'll talk about it. Ukrainians
2: and top level, level Russians are sitting talking very corny. They're like politely smiling, shaking hands. The peasants at the bottom are getting roughed up and blown up, right? But at the top, People are all friends, even if they're on enemy sides. You don't understand. The generals in war have always been friends. World War II, when the Russians generals sat down with the German generals to negotiate surrender, they all had dinner. So if you're like, oh, the police come in and rough me up, because you're a low-level peasant. When the police come into my house, they, they wipe their shoes and they apologize. They took my computers, unfortunately. Sorry, Top G, had to take your computers. It's fine. It doesn't matter. I'm innocent anyway, as we all fucking know.
1: Man of God. <laughs> I totally was believe so that. Considering, like, he was on a podcast like that month or two months later talking about what an atheist he is. Man of God. He's always done that, by the way. He's always done this, like, hey, whenever my arguments are failing, I'm a man of God. And he appeals to religion and then goes on podcasts talking about how everybody who believes in Christ is stupid. So. Or God. He converted to Islam like two months ago and he's still talking about being an atheist. It's like he just gets all the backing from like all of his uh, Islam bros all the internet. Like, if you've watched the people who are like really defending him this week are a mafia don, a literal mafia don. Right. And like the entire like Islam bro community on YouTube. So I find it funny that they've been duped by him too. But I mean, he's literally like, I think one of the podcasts I listened to was like very recent. And he was talking about how everyone who believes in that. We weren't just randomly put, created here by evolution and the big bang or whatever is, is idiots, uh, which I can't imagine would go well with the whole being in, you know, Muslim thing. But anyway, did he you count- said, go ahead?
0: He said on the full sedden podcast that he likes living in, in countries with morality so he's like, when I'm in Romania, I'm happy to be Christian. And when I'm in Dubai, I'm happy to be Muslim. It's just whatever's convenient for him in the moment. And I think he realized that Islam was going to be the best bet for him.
1: It's panning yeah. out. It's panning out for him. It is panning out for him. Um, <laughs> I'll save my thoughts on that for Rumble uh, if you guys want to hear him. But uh, yeah, so what's... What's interesting here, did you notice what he said about like Ukraine and Russia and World War II and stuff like that? He's like, all the people at top level, and I'm top level, I'm top G-dog, all the people at top level are friends. They work together, they know each other. It, it just, does it seem, am I reading too much into it to seem like he signals a lot that as much as he plays being for the the lower working class that he's constantly scamming as we'll get into, uh, that he's... <laughs> I mean, the guy literally is like... a. a paying off police worth mil- hundreds of millions of dollars, like running these international scams all over the place, meeting with every, you know, famous rich person he can, including the president of the United States. And yet he still sells himself as not the elite, but then he does, but then he is the elite when it works. For- like, it's weird to me. And it's just like that. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. It just feels like a signal of being like, by the way, all of us elite, we're playing off each other. We're all friends. My, I don't know. What do it's you very much
0: like I'm I'm not a lizard person, but I want to be. But but I'm not like those lizard people. I'm on yeah. your side.
1: I know. You <laughs> made that point when they came out of the police station with like the, the Illuminati hands or whatever. It's like, is he just signaling like, hey, I want to be a lizard person? Like, look, I fit in now. I, I don't know. It just seems like he's constantly like his connections to the CIA, his connections to the mafia all over the world his constantly signaling like yeah i might talk a big game about being against the elites and the lizard people and stuff like that but at the top echelon and i'm at the top echelon we have dinner together i don't know maybe i'm reading too much into it i mean Um, he's pretty
0: open about how much he loves corruption as long as it's accessible to him
1: right well that's what i want to get into next i want to talk about the charges right and if there's any any legitimacy to these charges at all and here's the thing i know what people are going to say you can't trust the media they're creating these stories. From now on, for the rest of this part, I'm not going to talk about anything anyone else has said about Andrew Tate. I am going to use entirely what Andrew and Tristan have said about themselves. So, I'm not going to build my case based on, actually I've hardly read an article on this 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 all of Thanks. this research. I don't think I've read more than a few articles that were necessary for like, hey, this is what the lawyers saying. Here's, you know, what's being said, but the case that I want to build is entirely what he says. So, let's start with with the first crime or uh, the first charge, organized crime, right? And one of the ways that the Tate brothers got rich was through crypto and having dug through some of the different stuff of i talking about crypto, didn't find me long to find Tristan claiming this is how he built his net worth. He said that half of what... Uh, uh, let me see. Tristan claims that his net worth would be half of what it is if he didn't start buying tens of thousands of dollars of Bitcoin per day when it was $3,000 per coin with his cam money because... And then he goes on to say he did not buy this as an investment. It was only it was the only way that he could do business with the people that they were in business with. So he's coming out and saying, yeah, I, I ended up getting rich off of Bitcoin, not because I thought it was a good investment, but because I literally couldn't pay anybody off that I was working with with legitimate trackable money.
0: That's not suspicious at all.
1: Not at all. Not at it's all. He's like
0: a totally above board guy. Totally
1: above board. And then, and then uh, they go on to talk about... Uh, the, the casinos, because we'll get into some of the other stuff. But the casinos, this is where um, Andrew literally brags about creating his casinos by uh, having deals with the mafia. So let's, let's check this out.
2: I own 10% of RXF, which is the Romanian UFC. So I own a percentage of the cage fighting organization. One of the main sponsors is this casino brand. And this casino brand is owned by three brothers, and they have 400 locations from Estonia all the way down the east. A typical Eastern European mafia. Imagine a you know, fat, bald, cigar—exactly like you'd imagine them to be. I overheard them say something like they turn over like 18 million a something ridiculous. I went to them and I said, because they're sponsoring the show, so look, guys, I want to open. A I, get involved in this money. I came up with this plan. I'll pay to open locations, so it costs you no money to be involved. I'll give you a percentage of turnover, not profits. Even if it makes no money, you're making money. Because it's pure turnover. And I'll open up directly next door to your number one competitor. Worst case, it annoys number two in the, in the country, right? And they agree. I start to make a lot of money. And for about six months, I was my friend. I was top of the world. And uh, I ordered
1: a Bugatti Chiron. I own. That Bugatti Chiron he's talking about is one of the cars that was seized today. And it's worth $3 million. So, um, yeah, so he just co- goes right out. It, it, it's like, it's, I find it so funny how blatant he is with his corruption and his crimes. Um, yeah. he's he's just. Tr- he's
0: genuinely uh, proud of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And this is what's been so crazy to me is like, it didn't take long for me to look like uh, this again, back in August, you and me looked into Andrew Tate for the first time. We're like, okay, what's this guy saying? And I feel like instantly we looked at this guy. We're like, holy crap, this guy's like admitting to crimes left and right. And I'm being told he's some kind of conservative hero as he's pimping out women and sleeping around and cheating and working with the mafia. And it took like five minutes of research. So like there's part of me that has a hard time. I like on one hand, I get it. If you watch clips of Andrew Tate on TikTok and you're not looking for anything in depth, he says a lot of stuff. We've used clips of him on our on this show in the past because he's explained things that we've been talking about. Right. Um, really well. He's, he's a good public speaker. He knows. He says a lot of interesting things. Sometimes he goes over the top, and he, you get his point, even though he says it in like the worst possible way. And you know, like you could look at it and go, "Yeah, he said it awfully," but this is what he means. And what he's saying at the the core of what he's saying, some of the times, is 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 good things. I feel like everybody could find something that Andrew Tate says that they agree with. Something that right. they're feeling that he might not say it in the nicest way, but they agree with it. And I feel like that's where he gets a lot of leniency. But it really gets hard for me when all you have to do, I think, is listen to any podcast he's on for more than an hour. And you're like, wow, this guy's a piece of crap. <laughs> Am I wrong? Was there a single podcast you listened to this last week that, that didn't happen? I I
0: could be wrong. I did notice a, a vast difference between the ones he did for conservative audience podcasts like Zuby and the ones he did for um, more alpha male type podcasts like um, Oh
1: yeah, that might also be the difference. I didn't yeah, listen
0: Troy to- Francis.
1: I listened so, to Troy Francis. I listened to Fresh and Fit. I listened to uh, right. Tom Segura. So uh, on all of those, it was like, wow.
0: <laughs> yeah, so like Zuby, I didn't hear much of anything that I disagreed with. I was like, yeah. Because a lot of times you you hear him in the right context and you're like, wow, this guy's saying a lot of good things and he's kind of explaining himself and defending himself. He He spends a lot of time defending himself and if you don't hear the other side of the argument, it sounds like, oh yeah, definitely. And then when you hear the other side, you're like, oh. Oh.
1: Right. Yeah. So, yeah, here's the thing about the casino. I want to go back to the casinos things really quick because there's there's something that, the, important there I want to get to. And one of the things I started seeing about the casinos is that they actually closed three months after opening due to all the COVID regulations, right? Right. Uh, which is what I thought until I found another video of him explaining why i was wrong about that so that is something you've probably heard reported uh, but here's Tate in his own words talking about
2: it in Albania with a bunch of drug dealers You're in Chechnya. Most fighters are stupid. I'm quite unique where the fact that I'm a fighter, but I'm not an idiot. So I could sit and talk to the money men. So I'd talk to them and I'd talk to like Albanians or Chechnians and these guys would be on the most wanted list. And then they'd show me a picture of them in Dubai, a picture of them in London shopping. Like, how you do that? Oh, I got this passport from here. got that passport from here. I got a passport in another country and then changed my name. Okay, so
1: that was the wrong clip. I apologize. That was him. I, I meant to bring that up earlier when we were talking about why they're holding him uh, and they're claiming he's a flight risk. He's right. literally right. claiming to have tons of passports and he does this all the time. That right. is not the clip I was looking for. So I apologize. Uh, I don't, maybe I don't have the clip pulled up. Yep, yep, I do. Sorry, here it is. Sorry, wrong clip, guys. Come on, but was- very, very extensive network in Romania. I, I like to make this very clear. I'm at the
2: very top echelon of society. If I need to speak to the prime minister, I can make that happen. I can't do that in the West. And Corona. Again, not a lizard person. <laughs> When it came, went and met with some members of parliament and they're like, well, it's not us. It's European union directed all of this COVID lockdown garbage. They knew COVID was a scam. It, everyone knew it. European union told us to, they gave us billions in relief funds, relief funds, bribes to listen. So we can't really open them. You can open them. If you don't put the outside lights on, you just like on the sly. So I did a deal with them to open them on the sly and pay bribes. So for, I was open for like the first month with bribes. But the bribe kept going up because it's Romania, right? The police chief would come. He wants some, um, call his mate who's the fucking, I don't know, fire inspector, some jackass. He'd come. Like everyone's got on the phone like, hey, this casino's still open. They'll pay you to go away. So before you know it, every five minutes, someone's in the door for money. Nobody feels sorry for the casino owner. Everyone's like, who gives a shit? Fuck you.
1: You got sheer I probably shouldn't. Yeah. So just more open uh, corruption bribes, things like that, uh that he's talking about. And this leads me to a point that I I wanted to make earlier when we were saying how there's people out there saying this Twitter spat. Like, I feel like that was like a big red herring for a few reasons. I think the pizza thing, either it was put in the media to hype up the story, which it it worked, if that's true. Or it was just, you know, someone saw the pizza box and made the claim. Because basically, like, what they were saying is now the Romanian police know that he's in Romania because of the pizza box. Now they know he's home so they can arrest him. But he was tweeting out for like a week beforehand that he was in Romania. It wasn't a secret to anyone. Um, But there's another theory given by a friend of of, uh, Andrew's of why that he might have maybe not set up isn't is the right word. But why, you know, even though he's paying bribes, maybe he's committing all these crimes that they are saying he's committing why they the police that he's obviously talked about many times. There's. Tons of clips. I'm gonna to get to them all of him bribing the police and talking about that. Talking about how he moved Romania because if the corruption, you said this earlier, if the West is corrupt, he's not rich enough like in America or connected enough in America to be corrupt. But if he goes to Romania, he he the corruption's available for all. He can bribe cops, he can do whatever he wants. So he talks about that pretty openly. But Hassan Piker uh recently came out with some insight into why he might have been arrested, despite uh being, you know, friends with the police paying bribes. And he and this is a quote, he said. I told you his downfall was going to come from his narcissism. I genuinely, genuinely believe that he does work with Romanian mafia. Well, yeah, because he says he does, uh, for him to have initially, or for him to have the ability to shut the F up was going to be the unironic problem for him. Uh, he further commented, it literally made him an, uh, international celebrity, a person of notoriety. If you're working with the Romanian mafia and you're like, you know, hiding, uh, on or holding on in their casinos, Okay, then you probably shouldn't be constantly chirping on the timeline about how you're working with Romanian mafia. (laughs) I think that's a fair point. Like, hey, if he's paying the Romanian police, who else is paying them? The Romanian mafia, obviously. They have more money than him. He says, what, they're making 18 million a day. Yeah. And he won't shut up on every podcast, on all these TikToks about how he's doing deals with the Romanian mafia. So
0: and the you could you could take this a really charitable way where you say this is just a guy who will not bow to anyone, not the right. mafia, not the elites, not anyone. And that was always going to get him in trouble. I think it's it's like he can't shut up on how high he is on his own lizard personness, or at least how close he's like new money versus old money. Old money knows how to be quiet about their money and new money just has to flash it everywhere.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, that's power. Sense that makes sense. Yeah. Um some other scams that I want to talk about of his. We were talking about his net worth going up. So he's got this thing called Hustler's University. And apparently this is another thing that came out about the case today is that the the six girls that he was holding supposedly, uh everybody just assumed it was cam girls and they're just saying, you know, we'll, we'll get into the cam girl thing, but apparently according to to what I'm reading now is that it was not just cam girls getting naked and talking to guys on the internet. It was s- sex tapes being put out through his Hustlers University to his subscribers with girls who were being held against their will. So um, that's at least the, the claim right now. But with uh, Hustlers University, he basically has this thing where you pay $50 a month to get all these courses and how to do all the stuff that Andrew Tate does, how to become rich and, and famous and have sex with supermodels. Um, and in December of 2021, there were 6,000 students paying $50 a month. So $300,000 a month Coming to Hustlers University a year ago. He gets canceled and all this stuff happens and he gets arrested and swatted by December of of last year of 2022. So just a few weeks ago, 130,000 students, $5.5 million per month. So $300,000 a month a year ago, $5.5 million a month now. And this thing is an obvious Ponzi scheme. Basically, he created this, this idea where he would tell his followers to clip. Any podcast appearance he went on. So he did this like world tour of going on every podcast. That's why you can find you know million podcasts of them on it. And then he says, create profiles on TikTok and other places, some places that he's been banned from, and pretend to be Andrew Tate. Some of these accounts have millions of followers, and then all of them put the affiliate link in their bio. So basically, these accounts pretending to be Andrew Tate are just pushing Andrew Tate stuff out there in places that he can't be are now getting a 10% of the first month cut of new signup fees. So they're out there promoting this uh, essentially Ponzi scheme. Like, when If you find anyone who is not with an affiliate link that is actually rated this, it's pretty bad. But because everybody has an incentive to push this crap product on everybody, like you'll see lots of reviews about, this is so great. Here's my affiliate link. Here's my affiliate link. Here's my affiliate link. And they just push it like a million times through their video. Like, please get me $10 a month. I'm hustling you because Andrew Tate hustled me. That's that's my I don't know that's my take on it. Have you? What's your thoughts on the hustler stuff?
0: It's not quite a pyramid scheme, but it definitely benefits him more than the people who do all his marketing for him. So even at a base level, people like Coffeezilla who expose scams have been like, "This is not a super above board business model." So taken alone, even without anything sleazy behind the scenes, like like the uh, human trafficking stuff, is still. Gross.
1: Well yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. it's like in this, it's basically like here's how to do drop shipping, here's how to do all this stuff that you could probably find on Google anyway. There right. is one course he offers that you're not gonna find anywhere else. <laughs> and we're gonna talk about that because I want to get into the next part of this conspiracy, the, the human trafficking aspect of it. And to do that, we have to go back. I keep mentioning the cam girls, but I want to save this. I want to talk about how he got into running cam girls. Uh, and he's done a lot. He's talking, he's told this story like 50 times and it's always the same, but I found like the shortest version of it. So I'm going to play that one real quick and we'll just kind of react to it. But this comes from the fresh and fit podcast, uh, which was sometime within the last year, I believe. And so I was on some
2: website, I think it was a gaming website, some not top or some crap and in the corner said, talk to live girls now. Mm. And it's something I think it's because I just thought about the fact that I had all these girls. I was like, so I clicked on it and I saw some Russian chicks sitting there on some crappy webcam and like these little tokens coming in. I was like, okay, so maybe I could get. It. <laughs> <laughs> now you see, you see, the wheels turning. Awesome. So I love the hat. I, so, I love the hat.
1: <laughs> My the most annoying <laughs> thing I've ever
2: watched.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you know, every one of those so, like this, Instagram this thoughts thinks that money, this is like their big break and too.
2: And <laughs> she's just sitting there. And this is remember, just the early days of the internet, like dial up. Like she was sitting there, like with her clothes on, like moving like this. Like, <laughs> I was like, that makes money? That makes money? So I messaged all my girlfriends. I have five of them. I was like, look, you're, you're moving to London. I've decided we Stand-up together, guy right in there. London, blah, blah. Conservative like, oh, hero with his five girlfriends that
1: he brings to UK. You're going to come work for me.
2: And I was sitting there for a while thinking, how do I organize the fact that these five girls are coming in thinking they're my girlfriends? And I, I want them all to do this job. And I decided that honesty is always the best policy. <laughs> exactly. And I also decided exactly. that I'm not. Kidding. Now it is. I now it is. Not when he was banging all, all of, of them without telling them
1: about each other. I've but Now the honesty is like the best policy. <laughs> 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 you understand? I've been around
2: the block. At least two of them are going to be. I've been, I've been around the block, right? I, like I don't want to take them out, but I could. So they ain't got <laughs> hands. So I ain't got much to worry about. So I flew all five of them in on separate flights. I sat them all down at the same table and said, "Listen, ladies, this is what we're going to do." And I talked about the webcam business. Talked about how I've been with them all. Asked them all to come to London, etc. Three of them told me to get fucked, go back on a plane. Two of them stayed. And the two who stayed worked for me for a very long time. And from there, for the, about the next four years, it built into an empire where I ended up having 75 girls, five locations. I was turning over $4 million a month and it all wow. kind of it went crazy from there. And uh, yeah, that's, that's the story yeah, of the webcam well,
1: business. It's kind of what it is. And that- yeah, there's more to it, but we could probably talk about it. Sum it up. So basically, you've probably heard this story a million times, right? Yep. Because he tells it a lot. <laughs> yeah. uh, he goes on to basically say like, yeah, at one point, I just had these girls like topless in front of a camera and I would be behind the scenes with a keyboard pretending to say all these things. And he talked about how he scammed some of these people out of like uh, deeds to their homes, like all kinds of stuff. Like he would actually convince these men that these were like poor girls who were just looking for a boyfriend in these states or whatever. And they'd send them you know, up to $20,000. Uh, and they just scammed the living crap out of these guys. Actually, in some of the podcasts, he talks about uh, this. He says that he was in debt for a hundred thousand dollars to someone he won't name some criminal organization. He won't name and that he had to pimp out his girlfriends in order to not get killed. And he's told that story many times. So the story stays the same, except that little part is added in. He never really names who he's talking about, but uh, yeah, he just goes on and on about how he's used women, pimp them out, scammed them. He t- he calls himself a pimp. He's at times even said that, uh, the All of these girls could have snitched on him. He doesn't say what they could have snitched on him for, but they were so loyal to him, they didn't. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> not even trafficking, supposedly, though.
0: And he's said openly, maybe you have the clips, but not just pimping, but forced pimping.
1: That Yeah, well, that's actually what I want to get into next. So the one course that you're going to get on, on Hustlers University that I guarantee you're not getting anywhere else is called OnlyFans Fortunes. And this is where he teaches his mostly teenage male audience on how to pimp their girlfriends out uh on only fans he said that you know it's it's cool if your girlfriend has an OnlyFans, but you have to take 80 percent of that cut uh, you know so it you know do that but make sure you're getting the money make sure that that is your relationship with your significant other so anyway he has a course on how to do how, how to turn your your girlfriend into a whore and he says uh literal quote from from the course How can a girl leave you if you have all of her accounts? If you have all of her login credentials, forced pimping. And this brings me and and many other people who are making this connection to what they call the lover boy style of human trafficking. This is how it's actually uh, classified. And you can read it right here from different websites. It's called lover boys. Lover boys or Romeo pimps are human traffickers who usually operate by trying to make young girls or boys fall in love with them. Sometimes they manipulate young people in other ways Once they have victims under their influence, they exploit them, for instance, in the sex industry. So I would think that convincing women to move to Romania with you, telling them that they're your girlfriend, and then saying, hey, uh, I'm going to leave you homeless and broke and penniless if you don't. Strip uh strip for me and get into the human sex stri- or yeah. If you don't if you don't get into the if you don't become a whore, if you don't become a prostitute right. for me, then uh, you're gonna lose this all. It literally is classified as human trafficking. So when I say that I believe Andrew Tate's a human trafficker, I'm basing it solely on Andrew Tate saying he's a human trafficker, and it just gets worse because he has another thing on his website where they ask, why he, ha- he asks, why am I an expert on the male-female interactions? And this is quote, I've been running a webcam studio for nearly a decade. I've had 75 girls work for me and my business model is different than 99% of webcam studio owners. Over 50% of my employees were actually my girlfriend at the time. (laughs) And of all of my girlfriends, none of them were in the adult industry before they met me. That's so sad. He's doing a literal... like This wasn't made up to cover Tate's crimes. This is a well-known form of human trafficking. As if the sex industry isn't essentially human trafficking anyway, as if like prostituting women out of Romania because you couldn't do it in the UK isn't human trafficking in and of itself. Like the fact that it has to be worse for some people is what's really getting to me where it's like, well, did he, did he really tie them up or did he just make them desperate, keep their bank accounts, keep their money, uh, you know, in, you know, essentially, I mean, wouldn't, is this how cults work? Like don't we have a problem with cults when they do this to people? Like they stay in the cult but they don't they really can't leave, but they're like they're told they can and somehow that's not okay. It's like the same thing we had with the raelians where people are like, "Oh, well they're a cult, but they're nice, so it's it's cool." Like they make excuses for things we wouldn't normally make excuses for. And like that's what's really getting to me about this whole Tate thing is like by definition, he is human trafficking. Whether He's actually got six girls tied up in his basement making pornos for Hustlers University. He's admitting to human trafficking, and he's he goes on and on about it. And it gets worse. Like he talks about the control that methods that he uses. He talks about how they can't leave him. How he dupes them into this. I don't know. It's, it, the whole thing is crazy.
0: And out of the other side of his mouth, he he talks about quality women and you know moral women and women who you wouldn't cheat on their men and how you should go out and find these quality moral women. And it's like, you are turning decent women. Well, maybe not, but women who are at least not in the sex industry into
1: whores. That's how all prostitution works though. They just find damaged women and they just make them dependent on their pimp financially, emotionally and every other way. Right.
0: And that's not to say I, I think it's interesting that he does not respect what he created them into. Like that he openly doesn't respect a woman who sells herself on OnlyFans. But he op- actively encouraged these women to work for him because it was okay when he was making money off of it. But it's not okay if women just make their own money off of it.
1: Right. Well, I mean, he talks about that all the time too. So yeah, he does. Yeah. guy that says, hey, this is the exact style of human trafficking that I'm doing. That's according to Many websites. This is the one I br- brought up was the Netherlands government's website on what human trafficking and people smuggling looks like in Eastern Europe, where he's located. Um, it's yeah. So and he talks about this too. He talks about how like he has to bring women in from out of the country because they won't allow you to do it to Romanian girls because they respect their women in Romania. So he he literally gets he strands women in a foreign country. Maybe they don't even have a passport. He says I have control of their bank accounts. I have all their login condren- c- uh, credentials. He calls it forced pimping. I don't know, like to me, like that's enough, but there's, there's actually more to this story, unfortunately. Uh, so again, there's, there's some things. And again, this is where I'll go back to you. You can believe the media or not, but this is some of the the allegations are coming out. I think they're worth talking about. So, um, one of them, we go back to go back a little ways to when he was in, uh, hold on, let me see if I can find this. I've got so many tabs pulled up here. So forgive me if I'm losing track. Um, yeah, so we go back to there's a vice article I wanted to find. I'm losing. Okay, here it is. I'll uh, go back to to when he was in the UK and he left the UK and there's some articles there's some places saying that he had a bunch of charges against him and he kind of left amidst a bunch of scandals and it seems to be being reinforced right now. So, uh, according to and again, this is according to Vice and I'm not a big fan of them, but uh, it says the Romanian police said that in late December 2022 They'd identified six people who were allegedly sexually exploited by an organized criminal group that recruited victims via false displays of affection, known as the so called lover boy method, forcing women to perform pornographic content via physical violence and mental coercion. According to one woman, Vice uh, World News spoke to whom we're calling Sally, Tate used a similar method of emotional and physical control in his UK webcam business back in 2015 before relocating to Romania, but the CPS declined to prosecute the case. I'm guessing that's the, the police in that area. Right. And then a quote from her is when I saw that he was arrested in Romania, I was shocked and didn't know how to react. I cried. Everything I read is what I told the police at the time of the complaint. If the CPS had just pulled their finger out, none of this would have happened. Uh, and then it goes on. There's another woman, a second woman who we were calling Helen said she was happy something was done, but not completely hopeful as he's walked free from sexual assault before. So they're there are sexual assault allegations against him in UK he also talked about. I want to I, I, like, there is a charitable, I know it's going to sound bad. There's a charitable take to what he, he said when he left for Romania, he said, cause I want to get this right. And you can read this both ways. He said that in the West, you can be accused of rape and that they'll just take the woman's word for it. Essentially what he said, right? He's like, they don't have to show evidence and we know this that this type of stuff happens with like mattress girl the duke university the duke lacrosse players people were later proven to be entirely innocent had their entire lives destroyed so there's one way you could look at it and be like that's the kind of stuff he's talking about but if you realize that there's two open investigations about against him at a at this time again it's a he said she said i guess but when you're stacking up the evidence I'm tending to believe i'm tending to believe these allegations is my point
0: Right. backing up Danny I think you were asking for where he says stuff about coercing uh the cam girls if you listen to the first 10 15 minutes of the Troy Francis interview you can get that anywhere you get your podcasts it's it's pretty explicit in his own words yeah and we again, can only pull we can we, only pull so many clips of him
1: we're going um, over time as it is because there's so if we played yeah. all the clips we had saved the whole show would be clips yeah but uh, yeah. what it
0: comes down to is like We just looked at what he said. His words condemn him. We're not out here reading um, media, what they're saying about him. We're not listening to anybody but him. And really, the only way to believe he's innocent of all this stuff is to not believe him.
1: Right. Yeah, he talks about forced pimping. He talks about the ways that he does this stuff. He talks about keeping his girls in control. He talks about using threats of violence and intimidation. He, he says it all. He says it all. So the other allegation that is coming out right now uh, is from uh, some Romanian girls uh, that are saying that. Uh, let me see. This goes back to the lover boy method thing again. It says uh, there's a teenage daughter of Romanian politician analyst Com- Cosmin Gusa, who says the one time kickboxer champion attempted to use this method on her when she was just 16 quote from her saying I had just created an account on Instagram when I received messages quite suggestive which Andrew Tate basically asked me to go out with him Uh, she's 19 now she told the uh, real uh, it's some Romanian word Um, it seems strange to me that someone with millions of followers would contact me who had 200 she said for realizing that he had made similar approaches to many of her friends and colleagues too so again you could take this as in well maybe this woman's lying but we know that this is a tactic he's used on more than 75 We know that he's gotten violent with some of these women as they've tried to leave. We know that he's t- openly talked about all of these things. He calls it force pimping. I'm just saying at some point, does it have to be as bad as a 16-year-old for it to matter? Is it not right. bad enough when it's an 18 and 19-year-old and it's 75 of them? Is it not bad enough when... I don't know. It, it just, that's, that's my point, I guess.
0: Yeah. like How far does somebody have to go before he's not your role model anymore?
1: Right. Yeah. So... Yeah, I don't know. the whole thing is like the guy's just a sleaze bag. Like that's the whole thing about it. It's like your most charitable take is he's not a criminal, but he's a sleaze bag pimp. And I'm just I'm I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around making a sleaze bag pimp a role model for masculinity. I think it's incredibly it, it, there's so many better people to look up to. And we see this all the time. We saw this things like this come out with Dan Blazerian. like every 2 years it seems like there's a new manosphere douchebag pimp who comes out and he's like look you can sleep with all these women like me and then we find out you know something awful about him as if the public persona they didn't they put on wasn't awful enough i guess is my point um yeah, so- I think a lot of
0: people get hung up on the fact that he says a lot of true things a lot of things that sound really good are really good and the thing is that truth is really powerful and so when somebody latches on to a truth it's going to be powerful for them doesn't I don't understand how we've gotten into this false binary of if if somebody says something I agree with, they must be good or I have to you don't have to reject people wholesale. You can recognize that people are mixed bags and someone like Andrew Tate has a lot of good takes and a lot of bad takes and he's kind of a crappy person and you can still be inspired by some of the things that he said.
1: Yeah, and I want to I get out to one more thing. So the other thing that uh, people have been saying too is that he's seen this coming. He's been talking about this. Uh, and I just want to play some of these clips because I have maybe a a different theory on this. Well. To kill me, they're going to be
2: successful. I've had serious, long conversations contemplating whether they're going to try and kill me. I would like to think they're not. All I'm trying to do is teach men to be strong. If they decide to kill me on a long enough time frame, they're going to be successful. But I can't. I don't want to live in fear because what did I say in the earlier tenant? I've become a coward over the fear. Special. So, uh,
1: anyway, he keeps going on and saying stuff like this and then at one point after he, he says all those comments on a podcast, his brother tweets out, uh, you're not special. How you feel isn't special, but how you handle it can be. I will love what I am sure to lose. The worst day of my life, the day I can no longer shake hands with my brother is coming. There's no way to escape this reality and it will hurt, but I love him just the same. To avoid caring for him due to fear of loss is nothing more than cowardice. So there's been this, this whole narrative put out by the Tate brothers that someone, some unnamed person is coming to to kill Andrew Tate, essentially, right? They're going to frame him. They're going to kill him. Here's Here's my question, though, is this is all coming out after a huge investigation goes after he's left two other countries to get to Romania, to continue this illegal pimping business, working with the mafia, running strippers, running illegal casinos, running, you know, illegal sex industry stuff or whatever legal or illegal. It's still pimping. It's still disgusting and wrong, but he's also like using all this time to get out ahead of every story. He's doing this, Uh, With the story that, uh, again, the story that happened in Romania that supposedly got him swatted has changed a few times, but this is kind of the one that he goes with now. And it's hard for me to believe that this whole thing was just swatting when it launched a nine-month investigation from the police that he was already paying.
2: girl from America who came to see Tristan, she was at our party. Her boyfriend caught her on Instagram. She said to her boyfriend, oh, no, I'm not at the party. Uh, I don't want to be here. I'll leave when I can. And turned her phone off. And her boyfriend, somewhere in fucking Oklahoma, calls the American embassy in Romania and said, my girlfriend's been kidnapped. So then armed police roll up to our house. This is the next day. She's already left at our house. We have full CCTV. So they came and they arrested us. And then they went to the CCTV and see her walking around eating pizza and get a taxi. home. So so
1: they're like, oh, okay, sorry. And everything was dropped. I guess what I'm just trying to say is, like, do you think it's possible this guy's literally putting a narrative out there because he knows there's a huge investigation against him?
0: Yes. And the one narrative that he keeps putting out that I keep having questions about is the three lives thing, how he's like, this is how it goes. First they cancel you and that's the first warning. Then they, then they arrest you and then they kill you. And I'm like, can you provide one example of that, of someone that, that has been canceled, that has been deep platformed everywhere and then arrested and then killed? I, I don't, I'm not saying I don't believe it could be possible, but it just seems weird that he's put out that narrative, which is really consistent with a mafia narrative.
1: Well, I guess this is what gets to me too. It's like at the end of all this, we're getting the, uh, all of the what And this is, this is, there's a few logical fallacies here that are really bothering me. Uh, first of all, we're not coming at this from uh, defending the Southern border trafficking, which is going on. If you know anything about Abby and me, if you followed either of us for any amount of time, you know that Epstein has been something we've talked about a ton. We've talked about it extensively. We've talked about uh, the, the blacklist not being out there. And we've also talked about the fact that it seems like there's certain, uh, there's certain people in this country who are okay with a Southern border being wide open, though we know they're trafficking people across it. So I'm getting these people are coming at me with these comments as if, Well, if you care about Andrew Tate trafficking people, that means you necessarily don't care about Southern border being wide open and trafficking children. It means you must not care about the Epstein stuff. It seems like a total false binary. Is it not possible to just not like human trafficking in any regard? Is it also possible to say, hey, maybe, maybe, maybe it it doesn't have to be children and adrenochrome for me to give a shit. Maybe it can be young adult females getting trafficked or getting coerced or getting manipulated and I can still think that's sleazy and gross and wrong and if it's not illegal it should be I can still say that everything Andrew Tate's doing by his own confession is criminal it's disgusting it's wrong it might not be at the same level as Epstein I can still care about those things so I keep getting these comments well what about the Epstein Black Book and then that's also followed by another comment that there's two comments that go together too that are driving me nuts right now and I've seen people give both comments back to back and not have any idea why This is so insanely stupid. So, I want to see if you guys catch this because you guys are really smart. They'll say, if Andrew Tate was actually guilty, they wouldn't have arrested him. Also, why don't you care about Epstein? (laughs) Epstein was (laughs) arrested. Like, did we forget that? Like, I don't, I'm just saying, like, Epstein was guilty and he was arrested and he was killed. Like, it's like all three of those things being possible together are like that is a reality if you're going to base it on history that actually is the history right it's right. not that they framed someone and then killed them like I'm trying to find that that framed human trafficker who didn't human traffic and then was killed in prison like that's not that that's not the narrative that they're basing this off of is my point so yeah Tate is yeah, saying he'll be Epstein which again if you're basing this off of history that wouldn't that mean he's guilty <laughs> I don't know that's my point like when we said people say about SBF SBF's guilty too like I, I find it funny they say he's Ep- he's going to be Epstein, therefore he's innocent. Who's been Epstein that's been innocent? Am, I, I, am mean, I missing something?
0: The only one is in the comments that you could make an argument for McAfee, but that guy's not clean either. That's not like some conservative hero they took down for being a conservative hero.
1: I don't, you know, and honestly, yeah, the McAfee thing's probably your your best example. I just don't know a ton about the McAfee stuff, to be, to be completely honest. I think he was yeah. killed, though. I yeah. think so that's, and that's, that's, then that's a good point. To this
0: point, everyone in the Clinton kill, kill us, they didn't bother cancel them first or lock them up on false charges. They just killed them. They, they didn't go through this three step process that Andrew Tate describes. They just killed them.
1: Right. I, and I'm not saying people don't get killed who are trying to expose stuff or whatever. I'm just saying like to say that he has to be innocent is where, is where it gets to me. Right. Like he necessarily has to be innocent. If he's going to be abstained, if he's been arrested, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying they're not going to try to kill people. I'm not saying they don't kill people who come out against the narrative. This happens all the time. Seth Rich is a good example. A lot of people on the Clinton kill list. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, the fact that because, like, that he necessarily has to be innocent doesn't seem to bear out. And again, I feel like all you have to do to show that he's not innocent is just listen to what he himself says. Uh, listen to what, what was that one? I mean, just listen to any of those podcasts he's done with the Manosphere guys, and he just, like, admits to crime after crime after crime. To abuse of, of women, to pimping women. Yeah. I feel like pimping women should just be bad enough, right?
0: Yeah. I'll say it again the Troy Francis podcast, I'll put it in the in the comments. You listen to 10 minutes of that, and I don't understand how you could support him anymore. The first 10 minutes of the podcast.
1: I just thought, like, oh, the guy admits to being a pimp and he prostitutes women. Like, that to me was like, I feel like we need to bring, gain some ground back. We're like, hey, it's actually bad if you prostitute. Uh, women and and you know coerce them to run sex cam industries for you based on you giving them love and affection and not throwing them out on the street like that might just be I don't know I got a different I got a different set of standards than a lot of people. I here. mean,
0: even if it's completely consensual by the women, it's still gross.
1: <laughs> well, let's also look at like here's the thing: like the idea of it being completely consensual is kind of bullshit because you're, you're talking about women who are you're manipulating people who are i don't know how to say this if you look at the psychology of women who get into prostitution it's not like they haven't been used and abused and coerced throughout their life you know what i mean it's not they didn't get there just because they're like hey i'm a well adjusted woman and this just seems like a good career path for me right? right like that doesn't happen it's my point so yeah i don't know it's I feel like that's all i really have to say on is we'll, we'll talk more over on rumble and i'll get your guys questions because i'm sure there's there's more stuff we want to say about it but um did you have any closing thoughts on this that you wanted to wrap up with or
0: yeah i mean we're not trying to put down andrew tate stands i have listened to enough of his stuff to understand why people like him and especially if you've only seen clips of his good stuff or a couple of his conservative interviews and ha- and have only seen those. I can I can absolutely see why you would like him. I think this is a. Um, lack of information issue. And I think a lot of people are just not. Don't take the time. To like go and check things out. A lot of people are like source source source. On Twitter when I talk about Andrew Tate. But they're not actually interested. In checking out the source. Checking out what Andrew Tate has actually said. And that's why it's been so important to me. That I become more knowledgeable. About Andrew Tate what he says and what he stands for. Than anyone who stands up for him.
1: Yeah, I think we've probably watched more Andrew Tate stuff uh, from back in August and from this last week than most of the people I know are stand up for. And again, like people make excuses, and like that's the thing is to me, it's like there are better heroes out there. You you can show me all the stuff you agree with them on, and I could be like, "Yep." And then people like you and me are getting attacked uh, from. We're looked at as if we're attacking Andrew Tate from a left-wing side, and I'm not. I think that Andrew Tate is a liberal. I think if you look at his policies, he's very much pro-sexual revolution. He's got a lot of liberal ideas. He's not a globalist, so we agree on that. And there's plenty of people who are are anti-globalist, who are saying the things that he's saying more effectively and are better people you can find better heroes is my point. I think you deserve better heroes too. I think if you agree with a lot of the things that, you know, when we'll talk about this over on rumble here in a minute, but a lot of things that I think that, that the people who follow us, the people who are talking to us right now would agree with Andrew Tate on. Are probably things that you and me would agree with Andrew Tate on. And we still think that you deserve better heroes. You deserve better people to look up to. Um, I mean, this guy's made his whole career out of like the idea that he's just trying to help young men while he's scamming them with hustlers university, while he's scamming them with his webcams. I don't, I don't buy that is my point. So, Um, but yeah, that's my thoughts on this. I wanted to read really quick. I said that, uh, I want to read your guys' five-star reviews before I head over to rumble. Um, and there was one that we got this week from, uh, sorry, it's, it's small on my screen. I think it's a reveal Lark 00. So thank you so much for your five-star reviews. PJ and Abby do a great job breaking down the official narrative while reminding everyone the truth is stranger than fiction. Uh, expect uh, perspective-challenging info with lighthearted banter and occasionally a glimmer of sanity. Although a relatively new podcast, Conspiracy Pill has quickly quickly become a favorite of mine. So thank you so much for that. Really, really, really appreciate your guys' support. You guys have been an awesome audience. So um, anything else you want to say? We'll head over to Rumble and chat with people for a little bit. I'll drop that in the link, by the way, or in the chat quick. So if people are still on YouTube and they haven't followed us there, they can follow us.
0: Yeah, come join us. Don't miss it. We always... Get the best stuff over on Rumble.
1: I feel like Rumble's more fun. Yeah. Like this is like I, I it's we have to like necessarily like run through a bunch of information and try to like get it out there. And then Rumble, we were able to just you know, dial it back, chat with you guys, have fun. That's my favorite section of the show. So I hope to see you guys over there. And if you're listening to this later on audio, don't miss us next Wednesday, seven oh three PM Eastern Standard Time. Uh, all the links will be in the show notes. We will see you guys there.